Hi there, welcome to another episode in Expedition Service Point. This is where you join us, Team Service Point, in our adventure of building a next generation company. In this specific episode, you are going to listen in to a conversation I had with Joachim Ariesta from TIC. We talk about the importance of culture and how it also affects innovation in a company from big to small. On the other end of the spectrum, we also talk about pizza being the best food ever and why sneakers is the best thing to wear and how we both joined the dark side in our careers. The conversation is divided into two parts and this is the first part where you get to know Joachim, uh, where we go from pizzas and sneakers to the importance of a good nap for the sake of creativity and innovation. And of course also the discussion about the dark side and what does that really has to do with knowing your customer? Well, let's start this discussion about entrepreneurship and everything in between. Hope you enjoy it. you feeling ah, a bit nervous actually it's i mean it's the first podcast uh, i'm joining so sure. it's your first yeah. podcast ever mm-hmm. oh I'm, I'm honored <laughs> having <laughs> you here uh so uh, so how how have you prepared for this podcast uh, have you been able to sleep at all yeah i sleep some but not mm-hmm. much but at the same time i try to like find a way to to prepare myself and i realize that it, Every clever thing I make up in my mind, it was like, yeah, I forgot them the minute after. So, <laughs> so we need to do this. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, how's your past weeks been? Uh, it's uh, springtime uh, here in, in, in Sweden. Uh, we're not really at the same place geographically, but it's, it's springtime. It looks like you get sun from wh- what I can see from the other side of the monitor as well. Yes. Uh, yes, so, how, how's your past weeks been? Uh, how's life? Oh, it's been really good, actually. Uh, both personal, uh, I mean, the summer is coming, mm. <laughs> even though it's middle of March, but <laughs> it feels like the weather is getting better. Um, and also at work, I feel like we are in a good place and have a lot of things to do, and it's fun. Yeah, and, and and you're you're growing. We're coming back to that. Yeah. You you've been growing tremendously the the last year. So it's uh, I can only imagine <laughs> how much uh, must be going on at work. Yeah. Um, so um, today we're going to talk a lot about uh, innovation, and um, we're going to go into the the big culture thing as well. Um, both of these two areas, of course, intertwine um, and. <laughs> And um, well, yeah, they affect each other. But before we do that, uh, and before we get jump into uh, what uh, Tick is, what type of company it is, and also what you're trying to build there, well, let's get to know you, Joachim. Uh, hmm. Who 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 is Joachim? The big question. <laughs> yeah, and probably you shouldn't ask me, but yeah, um, who am I? Uh, what what are you like like your one liner you you <laughs> <laughs> I mean I have this uh, 
I, I really love pizza, right? I, I think that's the, the best food in the world. And I, I truly believe that if I need to eat just one thing the rest of my life, it would be pizza, probably. But it, um, So you're the pizza guy. Yeah. Do you have I your own so. pizza oven at home as well? Yeah. You yeah, do? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Wooden uh, oven. Yeah. Oh, you do. Oh. <clears throat> I actually gave myself that when I uh, when I uh, when I was forty. Yeah. On my birthday, I got my from myself <laughs> pizza oven. This is so scary because um, I'm turning forty-five in just a week, yeah. <laughs> and I've given myself also pizza uh, pizza uh, oven. It's awesome. uh, I'm five years behind you, <laughs> of course, but it's uh, uh, yeah. That was uh, <laughs> uh, so. Um, you love pizza. Pizza. If there was yeah. one food you could eat, it would be the one. If you were yeah. stuck on a on, a, on an island. Um, but otherwise, I I um, I had two kids. Mm. Um, living in Nörrebro, uh, love running, uh, listen to books uh, and or read, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm quite quite curious guy, I think, and hopefully a nice one as well. How, how would your uh, how, do, how how do you think your colleagues would uh, describe you? Oh, now I have the opportunity, right, to say what I think they should say. Yeah, well, at, at least until you, I uh, let you know that we have a, another guest. Yeah. <laughs> we don't. <Good> but <laughs> so you can one. say what you want. What do you think your yeah. colleagues would describe you as? Or I don't know. Um, I think they would, or I hope they would say that I'm, uh, I'm fun to be around, giving them energy. Um, I do listen a lot. Uh, even though I love to talk, <laughs> yeah, so I well, try. I try to listen as much as I can. You know, you have two ears, one mouth, so you need to do it twice as much. Mm. Um, I, I hope I they know that I will be there for them if anything pops up that they are needing mm. my help for. I'll be the one that actually are around when shit hits the fan, or we need to do something fun and. I will be there. I I um well we met we met a couple of years ago uh, and I, I believe all when we sat in a couple of meetings right from the beginning, I would say definitely that you 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 listen, but you speak a lot as well. You you speak your mind, so you're not quiet yeah. when you think something is is wrong or that you have an opinion. Uh, so you're, you're both thoughtful and uh, and you speak your mind. Um, I would say, I don't know why, but I have this weird memory that you were talking a lot about sneakers when we met as well. <laughs> you, I, I think you were, you were nicely dressed in, uh, with sneakers and you came in and you were kind of a rebel. Uh, so I kind of thought this guy would be, he's probably fun to be with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love sneakers. I think it's a, awesome and they, and they look nice and they're they comfortable to have on you and walk around with and today i have my white uh, adidas on me so today is like the classic with uh. the raw rubber i think it's awesome so 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 if you if, if there were one uh, piece of clothing <laughs> it would be sneakers it, it would be <laughs> if sneakers. There one one thing to eat it would be pizzas uh, yeah sounds like the start of a new blog or a podcast pizzas <laughs> pizza sneakers. sneakers yeah uh, be sure to look into that. Uh, we will post the link in the description. 
Um, so that <clears throat> that is in short, that is that is you. But let's. Uh, I have some personal questions just to mm -hmm. jump in to get a little bit of more, a uh, little bit more feeling on on who you are, um, and. Time is always of essence. Um, I would like to know, are you usually early or late? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually get stuck in the lobby and waiting for you <laughs> when, <laughs> to arrive this. I, I mean, I'm always early at everything I do. I mean, I lie when we travel with the family, when the plane's mm. going just to be in like Orlando for mm. like an hour before, before you should be there. So, mm. so I, I I like to be early uh, and be in time. Is is that a choice you made because you really hate being late, or is it just that? I, why? Oh, that's a really good question. I think it's a choice because I, I I realized after traveling a lot in work, it was like, oh my god, I can be in time. I get to relax a little bit, listen mm. to something or someone clever, and actually have time to reflect over things. It gives me mm. time. I mean, the travel gives me the time to reflect over the things uh, that I like <laughs> rather mm. than work. Uh, so so I, I think I use that time to relax. Uh, That's a good thing. I think I... I have kind of a late mindset, uh, but I don't like it. So I make kind of an obvious choice to be early because I, I if I'm late into meetings, I get stressed all that. It's not productive for me at all. So mm -hmm. I make kind of a choice. I need to uh, make myself be early because I, it makes me feel good. It makes me yeah more present yeah. in the meeting. Uh, but it, yeah, you uh, need to land in some yeah. way. Uh, most definitely. Um, so <clears throat> that was the time thing. How, when you've done a hard days of work, uh, hard day of work, um, how do you relax? What do you do? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I try to be as present as I can be at home. Uh, I mm -hmm. like to run. Uh, it's relaxing for me. Um, and <laughs> at the same time, when I run, I actually have the, the habit to listen to books. Hmm? So, so I don't run fast, right? Because it wouldn't be nice I'm tripping all over the place. <laughs> but but uh, I think that's that's giving me energy at least. Hmm. Um, uh, otherwise, I really love to sleep. So uh, I can I can just take a nap if it's <laughs> necessary. Do you take naps like yeah. in the day? Yeah, sure. If I can, if I have the opportunity, I take yeah? them. Yeah, sure. Okay, I haven't uh, I haven't really tried it. I kind of have an, an aversion uh, against naps. I think it's my thing of no, I'm not that old yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but so, I am. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's not I'm I'm not that far away. And and I mean napping is good. It's like meditative. Uh, it's it's a good thing. I mean, why keep up for for uh, 14 hours uh, when you can mm. take a kind of a rest in the middle of it? I mean, yeah. Um, it should no be good, good decisions. Yeah, no good decisions comes to when you have been awake for 14 hours, right? So, yeah. So, so if you can get a 30 minutes nap, it, it's awesome. I will, um, I will put it in my to-do list. <laughs> Things <laughs> to try, uh, even though I, have, I will probably have a little bit of a hard yeah. time doing it. So, but if, if you run and listen to books at the same time, hmm. uh, is that relaxing? It, it almost looks like you're learning. 
Yeah, I'm learning and get a little stressed that I need to write things down yeah. <laughs> when I run. <laughs> but I, I think that I I get this sort of energy boost with uh, some knowledge at the same time and I can figure mm. out things. You know, when you run and it's uh, sort of meditative and mm. you, you solve big problems in your head, at least they are big yeah, totally. yeah. <laughs> when you run. So. So I think that helps, and uh, I find new ways to different tasks and problems, and I think that's really good. Yeah. It seems like we're it's it's another thing that we have in common. I I like the meditative thing for me in running because it's like uh, I don't know, it's just a state of mind I get into, and I can only listen uh, like ten to fifteen minutes on a book. After mm -hmm. that, I need to turn it off and then just think. Hmm. Because I can't, because otherwise it, be, it gets like information overload or I uh, thought overload. Uh, I don't know how it is for you, but uh, do, do you stop, uh, start writing things down on your phone or how, how, how do you manage? It has happened. Or hmm. if, if I had the opportunity to run with someone uh, that I, I just say to them, remember this, I need to say something to you. <laughs> remember this, please. <laughs> Because I will not. Uh, uh, no, exactly. I will not remember it either. It's like the it's like the perfect state of mind, and mm. uh, it's a good thing. And it's it's done with running and not with some <laughs> some other things, uh, substances or so. Um, yeah. So that's how you relax. Um, uh, now you said that you were. My next question is about sleep. If you didn't have time to, <laughs> if you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with extra time? And you said you were like taking a nap. But <laughs> in this case, if you didn't have to sleep at all, what would you do with all the extra time? Oh, that's a really good question. I will probably do the same what I do, uh, making a few extra pizzas maybe. Well, yeah. Um, but I will probably exercise more, run more. Um, I will spend time with the family and try to figure out different things. Um, mm. But I feel relaxing to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, when you have worked a lot, travel a lot, I hate to travel. Um, so that's a big thing for me. And uh, when I realized that I did that too much because I couldn't sleep the first night at hotels, right? I, I can't mm. sleep. So oh, when, okay. when you travel to like... Stockholm um, mm. for one day and you get mm. back and you go some other place or whatever and you get back and stuff and you mm. need to sleep over one night it, it turns out that you haven't sleep for like that week <laughs> then you oh, come home okay. and it's hard to sleep so you need to like sleep like crazy on the Friday so, <laughs> <laughs> so you can be with the family on Saturday and Sunday right but I realized that if I take a nap during mm the day uh, this is actually in covid times when you work at home a little bit so you just need mm. 30 minutes lunch yeah i eat fast take mm. a short nap and after that i sleep really really well yeah. during the night so that's sort of my sleeping problems actually oh so the napping solved your sleeping oh that's mm. okay it's a good thing uh i, w I will note that down as well um, when you get older, you know what to Well, to since you're five years ahead of me, uh, when you already were 40, I need to write that. Uh, is this something you have bought recently that I should buy soon? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I tried to figure out the second oven, actually. We will see what happens. Okay, well, <clears throat> you, uh, we will take that um, uh, after the podcast later. Give me your best recipes and, and so on. Um, 
Uh, a final question on, on, on a personal level before mm. we jump on to uh, what you have done so far. Uh, who has impressed you uh, the most with what they've accomplished? Who or, or, or several people? Yeah. Mm, I need to think about that a bit, but I think that... Um, do you have like heroes in, in, in that sort of sense? Or, or maybe parents? not, uh, maybe not. But at the same time, what I li really like to see and uh, is where people are able to create shared vision. That, that if mm. you look at like Elon Musk or whatever and put mm. the man on Mars stuff mm. and he gets uh, like how many people in the world that actually mm. like that and do it because it's not actually Elon who does it it's it's the people around him right yeah um, but but just to create a shared vision together with others I think that's that's a real accomplishment because it's not easy mm. I mean, create companies or communities or even teams around friends or in sports or whatever it's hard mm. uh, so yeah, I think I don't know. In this in this particular case, maybe I should say David. Uh, in this case, who started Tick, I think he's mm. done a remarkable work to to bring all the guys and girls that <laughs> are joining and, and really yeah. like to be here. So. We want to know uh, a little bit about your history, uh, Joachim. Um, what have you done and <clears throat> the companies you worked at and, and perhaps uh, start from the beginning or the beginning that you feel like where you're yeah, beginning? In modern time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in modern time. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I think I started, I have worked in like IT for, for all my life, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, mostly in companies that are focusing on supply chain and logistics and stuff like that. And, okay. And mm, for me, it's always has been like, oh, I can learn something new. Uh, I need mm -hmm. to try this out. And after a while, uh, for ten years ago or something like that, um, I think I think like I need to try something out else. Join mm -hmm. the dark side. I have never been consultant, right? So I need to try that out. Yeah. Uh, so I called um, my good friend Andreas Wallberg and he said that it would be nice to work with you guys because they had a company called Eman and everyone loves that. Yeah. So I said that, yeah, it would be nice for me. I think this mm -hmm. is something for me. You should hire mm -hmm. me. <laughs> Actually. Okay, you said that in, in, <laughs> yeah. in real life. And, yeah. and then, uh, after a while, yeah, it, uh, I started there and be a consultant for like two years or something like that. Uh, how how far ago is this? Like getting a time frame 2009, for... 2009, 10, something yeah. like that. And and were you, you were still working with uh, IT or so before mm. that? And yeah. But, but now you joined the door, like the consultancy firm, the, the supplier side. Yeah. Mm. And see like, how, how can we do it? Because in my days as like the, IT manager or whatever at uh, my other companies that I work with, it was like, mm. I need to buy different things. Why can mm. I, why can I not do that as a service instead? It's it's just why can't they provide me the things that I need? And, and mm. that's that's is something we had a long discussions about me and Andreas. And, and when I started there, I went for a few assignments, and I realized after like one year that. 
oh my god, I can't do this. I need to do something more. I need to sh change what we do. <laughs> we need to we need to try this in a in a different way. And um, then we figure out that yeah, but maybe we should provide like integration as a service because even delivered integrations in yeah the traditional way that it always has been. And we tried it to how can we do that? What is the traditional way for someone that I mean, is not into integration? Is that... I mean, if you look at the consultancy side where you actually, otherwise you have a platform that you actually work with, like mm. BizTalk or mm. something else, um, you add resources to help the customers build that stuff. And yeah. you deliver a maintenance and support <clears throat> solution on that, like an integra integration competence center or something mm. like that. And and for us, it was more like, yeah, but if we could actually take the whole thing, everything, because we realized that almost 80% of all problems comes from the infrastructure mm. side. It's not the integration, even though the integration gets yelled at all the time, but it's like the, <laughs> it's the layer under it. And, and we realized, yeah, okay, if we can take care of everything from bottom to the top with everything about it, Mm. And we can provide it like <clears throat> with a price model that is transparent in that sense that it's easy for an IT manager or whoever who does the budget to mm. say like, yeah, I need eight and it will cost like this. So, so that, was, uh, that was our starting point. And uh, as Andrea said, like, yeah, we have okay, well, let's do it. So we did. And it must be because I have kind of a similar experience going from the from the <clears throat> um, side where you buy things, working within a, a large uh, IT organization uh, in a Nordic mm. company, and uh, joining the dark side because consultancy <laughs> consultancy seems like the thing to do. It will uh, it will more me, and I was surprised with how many that that really didn't get what what you as a buyer would really like to have mm. uh there were so many that were like how can it take so much lo uh, so long to ma uh, make a decision how can it uh, why are they and i was don't you know have you never ever worked on like being responsible for uh, several thousand clients and, mm. and the infrastructure or been part of that organization okay then you will never know of course, you no. can do the the ha the, the hands-on work, but you don't know the problems that comes with it. It seems like the same thing that you kind of brought into starting uh, when you yeah, started working with Andrea. It's a totally the same. I, I, it's the same. I, I mean, you you need to like, and that that's how everything is in life. I think now we get on this point as well, but I think that <laughs> you you need to experience by yourself. Otherwise, you will never understand, right? Mm. So, so I think this is so important for all companies today to really i mean if you don't know you can always call the customer and ask why mm. they will answer because they are glad to have help right mm. so so you need to realize that you need to like internalize it in your body and understand what it is otherwise you you, you will just do what you think is right and then, and it's probably aren't no uh, because it will change, of course, as well. Mm, all the time. <laughs> so, so, so you will always be late, <laughs> more yeah. or less. Uh, okay, coming back. You, okay, so you went to the the dark side, mm. in quotation, so so to say, and uh, um, uh, started with Andreas, as you ma uh, mentioned. Yeah. 
uh, integration as a service. What what happened? Uh, what happened next? Well, uh, it was it was it was hard in the beginning. I mean, we tried to start things um, mm. to us and make things happen. We have a lot of good people around us, of course, from the email side and. And we tried to build this, and and one day, Andreas come back and said like, "Oh my God, I was on developers conference in Köln, and it was awesome. Blizzard use AWS. We need to use AWS." <laughs> and after that, it was like, "Okay, now we have the platform. We can just mm. do infrastructure as code uh, mm. and stuff like that." So this was like. 2011 maybe something like that uh, so must have been early yeah it early was super early. they had one, one guy in uh, luxembourg and it was impossible to get uh, <laughs> we never actually met him we just mm. talked through one email or something like that before we realized that ah we don't need them uh, so, so we tried to start to build our service first we sold it and then we build it uh, mm. because it gets some pressure on it. <laughs> if you don't have a client that were interested in it, you probably shouldn't build it, right? <laughs> no. mm. uh, so, so that was the start, and we, the owners of Eman really helped with uh, with the thoughts. And 2013, they actually did a, a new company called Eman Connect, and that was the starting point for us. Um, so we run with that a few years, and it. Uh, it was hard, a lot of traveling, a lot of work, a lot of things that happens. And, and I think that was, that was during that time, I, I realized that we, we need to think about this differently. We, we need to find another way because it can't be like this, that I need to run all the time and do stuff. I need to get other people to help me do stuff. And how do I do that? <laughs> and then I realized that, oh, personal leadership is quite important in this. Um, <laughs> so you were trying to do, to do everything more or less. Uh, yeah, you're a startup. You need yeah. to. But, yeah. but at I the know. same time, mm. yeah, you know exactly how it is. Uh, I know exactly how it is. You, you, you try to fix. And, and the only thing you're doing by doing even more is that mm. you're creating even more boxes that you need to fill some, someone to find someone for. And it will be even harder for someone to step into that because you build, you build it, the box for you. Not for yeah. someone else. That's and the worst really thing of everything is like, if you get someone to do what you want them to do, they, they do it in a different way than you do. <laughs> so mm. everyone is like, oh my God, he's a crazy <laughs> one. So probably we have some ups and downs in that journey. And um, But after a while, we realized that everyone loves to build the platform because that was the most natural thing to do. And I was so stuck in to get this to service. Mm. So, so I had this uh, thought because I mean, the big cloud vendors today, I mean, AWS, Azure, GCP or whatever we use, uh, they have such speed on innovation. They come mm. with new features each day. Uh, so, so you can't build by yourself. You need to find a way to like surf on top of their innovation page. So, so that's so. In that matter, it was like okay, we need to decide. I will go for service, and I stuck with that and try to get everyone on board on this uh, mm. as good as I can. I did not, 
and after <laughs> after a while a few left uh, and the one who actually stayed never left uh, so we had uh, during during the connect years we had mm. no customer that leaving us or no no employees either after the time we decided what to do mm. How uh, did, uh, so I, it, it, you struggle on finding really what to do and was that part of your your own journey as well to finding out what you should do or was it kind of a whole mix together yeah it was yeah well, probably both I learned a lot during this year and mm. I think it was I made a change somewhere in that journey uh, to, to to realize that yeah I, I need to do this in some other way to get people to to run in the same direction you, you mm. need to you need to talk to people in a different way you need to put yourself on a sort of uh, personal growth journey or something like that mm. uh, so 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 that was a starting point for me uh, so what, so what any, kind of uh, changes did you do at that time was that the time when you started reading more listening to mm. pod, or, or was that okay so that was the ter- kind of the turning point yeah i think so I, i realized that you need to invest in the people around you so they can actually mm. help you with the things you you can't do by yourself right so so, so you need to You need to spend more time to invest in mm. other people because when you have like 10, 20, 30 people around you that can run, it's mm. it uh, turned out well actually. Uh, so so that was something I learned. It was really hard because you know your identity is like yeah, but I'm this guy, and then mm. after a while you realize that yeah, I'm just here if they want me. They are totally <laughs> autonomous and they do whatever they like, and I'm. I'm here to support them if needed. Uh, yeah, so. I know. That is it's a, it's a weird feeling to go through because it's some kind of a at the same when I when I, I got that kind but kind of moments and you and we just hired a, a new guy coming in doing sales for us and everything is working really smooth <laughs> in the, uh, mm-hmm. now and uh, I see that okay for every time we will do this I need to transform. <laughs> I I will have to find a new identity. Uh, I kind of totally let go of the uh, some of the technical parts because I've had to. So that that mm-hmm. th- that I've done. Now I need to let go of the parts, and it's it's kind of a small identity crisis. Uh, Each time it is. Each time it, it, it is. is. Uh, yet you feel I, I think it's kind of a you, you you're proud at the same time you're kind of really nervous. Do they really the basic feeling? Do they like you said? Do they want me? Do they need me? Will they need me? Yeah, and of course you you wonder what do you think about me? They never mm. come and ask me stuff anymore. Mm. <laughs> and like I think it's, but when you realize that this is actually the work that needs mm. to be done mm. to like make sure that you are not getting stuck in the same ways, you just make sure that everyone thinks like that. So the coaching part to to make other people work themselves out of different tasks so i mean the next yeah. people so so if you have that all mm. the time you have a good foundation to actually grow on and and things will happen and we will run into that later on as well i mean with innovation and stuff like that you need space and time and, and mm. people around you for that to happen so so i think that's um, good. I, i i agree if if imagine a company where everyone works at 
works towards not have mm. to be used at all. Mm. What happens? What happens? Mm. I mean, uh, y- there will be no end. It's kind of, y- exactly. you're, uh, you're, you're stepping towards infinity. <laughs> Let's come back to, yeah. to, to that. But it's, uh, it's, it's a cool thought. So uh, we're at uh, Connect at the moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I think that if, if I take it from that and, and, and when mm. I realized that and everything was, we started to find like a lot of customers. We had a good relationship. We grow a little bit and everything was super nice. And mm. we tried it to do our best with everything. And everything was like now, now everything mm. is starting to generate some, <laughs> some cash flow as well. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and at the time when we saw that this will really hit off this will take off now now mm. we are just in the right spot it started to be like something that our customer could really relate to and would like to buy because mm. we are super early uh, they sold the company uh, to, to a big big super enterprise mm. and it's uh, yeah for a few years I, I shouldn't uh, say anything else that I was angry <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, so I mean, just quite a, just a while after that, we met for the first time. Yeah, yes. Uh, so, so what you're saying? Every time we met, you had kind of an, you were angry. <laughs> no, I was probably not angry, but uh, no, you know that. I, uh, oh, I would love to see what that turns out. What would mm. happen if we stick to our journey that we have started about what would happen and see what happens but i don't think actually the all of the i know andreas knows because he was <laughs> one of the parts uh, so so i mean he he understand what it is but i think not maybe the market or the new company that bought eman or mm. or even the different owners at the eman did exactly know what we did because if they have seen that, I don't think they have sold it. Um, now, I mean, I, just looking at the timing, you were yeah. so early and you have figured, uh, I mean, the way to, to the market already. Mm. What you needed was what, 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 what money to grow. Yeah. Uh, and people to, I mean, you, you built organizations. It was a, okay, let's bring in five to ten, <laughs> a, a new sales division and let's yeah. just go. Let's go bananas yeah. in Europe. You yeah. would have been there. You would have probably yeah. gone from from uh, where you have fifty people to five hundred people in in less than a year if you would have been. Yeah, uh, I think so. Uh, at least in my head, <laughs> to be honest. In my head as well. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Zero, you would have gone from fifty to five thousand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we we met that um, at Info. Yeah. There you came in with your sneakers, uh, talking about uh, champagne, <laughs> and uh, um, we we. Um, so at that time you were you were perhaps not angry, but it. I know we had a discussion there because uh, at the same time, I had more or less the assignment to build kind of the service point today, starting to to create a bubble around it. Mm. sandbox it and, and create kind of a product company within the company even though it was not a, a, a legal entity uh, and at the same time you came in as a bubble uh, yeah. and i know you mentioned um that you opened up the doors to to the the big culture yeah do you remember that conversation 
Yeah, I, probably not because my mind, I don't remember <laughs> stuff, but I can, I can uh, relate to that thought at least. Um, yeah, that was something different, right? I, I, had, I had never imagined that what would happen in the, mm. in the beginning of all this. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, actually when, when Enfo bought us, uh, we mm. were a little part of uh, the agreement. So, so they actually decided that this is something that shouldn't be touched for the couple, three couple of, yeah, the next three years. Mm. Uh, and we should work in Nordic based. So mm. they didn't know where to put us. Right, mm. so, so it was like, oh my God, this, these guys, they do something. Yeah, I think they're doing integrations. So we put them in the integrations part down to the right and uh, in the big organizational PowerPoint chart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it, was, um, it was funny that way. Um, we tried to figure a way to, to actually exist with everything else. And, and I think mm. that was really hard because Enterprise for me is more like, I don't know, uh, what's in it for me type of things. Mm. It's, it's not that focused on, on the customers. Uh, I know people say that, but when you, when you live in big enterprises, uh, not that many discussions about customers. A lot of different no, internal and the, things. And they become an entity of their own. So it's mm. almost kind of a, a, a strategy. You have to have a strategy for your customer uh, or whatever you wanted to sell yeah. to the market. And you have to have a strategy for your, uh, your, how you maneuver in the big company as well. Mm. So it just slows you down because who, who can have two strategies at the same time? I mean, or two visions. So, I mean, it, it's, uh, you have to choose either or. And I think it's... Uh, uh, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical about all the economy of scale in those big companies. But it's probably one of the reasons why we found each other, because you had kind of a bubble uh, coming with uh, Connect. I have trying to uh, create a bubble. Uh, I think you did point. it well. I think you did it well. Uh, well, we, we went the other way. <laughs> it kind of, we met, and then in a, in a in a short time period of two to three years. Uh, I mean, uh, y you probably don't even talk about Connect anymore because it's no. fully morphed into Enfo. Mm. So at this point, they don't talk about it either because they sold that off. Uh, so. Um, uh, I, I don't like to see myself as, as the black sheep, but it seems like they, <laughs> they did something with both of them and they, they, they kind of disappeared. So it's, it's not uh, part of it anymore. Um, that's, well, that's, that's it, actually. I mean, when we, when we met there and um, I mean, we had a lot of meetings together and it was always interesting to hear about your like, thoughts about how to, how to create this agile uh, product uh, place where where people work in a different way. Um, I, I really, I was impressed on that journey. So that's, I'm glad I'm here today. You left, uh, you left Connect uh, or Enfo, uh, more yeah. or less. Yeah, uh, I, I did. And, I, and, and it was, of course, it's hard to, to leave. I mean, from an Enfo, connect perspective if i mm. call it that way uh, we we actually had almost 100 people working with our projects 
um, and uh, we travel all over the place to make sure that everything went so, as smooth and frictionless as possibly could and mm. try to like yeah galvanize the people around you so they could do what they were good at and try to mm. to take the meetings instead of <laughs> the ones who actually could do some work mm. um so so after a while i realized that i need i need to make a choice here uh Maybe I should do this. And I think that was the beginning of when I realized that I needed to change in the beginning with Connect journey as well. Like, I need to do something for someone else instead. It, it's, mm. it's easy in an enterprise to do things for yourself and make sure that you play the game and make sure that <laughs> you're like floating up to the top or whatever uh, yeah. is important. Um, but I realized that maybe I should do something for someone else. And my family had uh, this, yeah, they had stand back a little bit. I mean, I travel a lot, work a lot. I mean, create a company from scratch, it takes time. Mm. Um, and you always have that in your head. Uh, hard to be in the moment. So I realized, no, this is enough. I can't do this anymore. I, I, I will probably not have the opportunity to change the people around me. Uh, so... So I actually decided to find something else to do. So uh, an opportunity to go back to the actually company I left to start it with Iman uh, needed my help. So oh, okay, you went so, back to yeah. So, so it was <laughs> the origin. A, yeah, it was. So it was like going back to the origin. Yeah, exactly mm. like that. And uh, and it's stationed in Örebro. Stop traveling. Mm. Pick up kids. Leaving yeah. kids, be at home. Mm. I, it's awesome. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, yeah, so, so that was the, but at the same time, of course, a big shift for both me and my family. It's like, oh mm. my God, he's at home all the time. What should we do? <laughs> Get him some more sneakers. Get him yeah. out running. Yeah. Oh my God, let him just buy that a good oven. Otherwise, it will like, be crazy. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, so, uh, and 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 uh, that was, but that it seems like you came back to the orgy and took some time thinking, and and then you, how did how did you came in contact with uh, Tick? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the company I worked for uh, when, when I, I was on the Anfield time, I I saw that David and them run. Uh, mm. And do, did something else that would they what, what they liked, and uh, mm. I respect that. You need to, I mean, good people. You just have them for a short while if you don't take care mm. of them. And uh, but and then then he actually come back and asked and asked like this: uh, if it's if it's important for you to like have a good culture and make sure that we we find that in a different way could could you be the one who helped me do this? And I said, yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm. You didn't need to ask twice. Mm. So I think I think that was also a turning point that I realized, oh my God, I can do this for David. He's a really nice guy. I trust mm. him. Uh, I like what he's doing and he's, uh, he's nice. It's mm. <laughs> one of our core values is yeah. to be nice. Mm. So... Yeah, so I jump on that, and um, the rest is story. I think uh, we <laughs> we are building a story as we run right now. 
Hi again, Richard here. Hope you enjoyed this first part of my conversation with Joachim Riesta from Tech. Don't forget to listen into the second part where we deep dive into culture and innovation. We talk about how they work together and how important are they in a company. Plus, you will get Joachim's list of top five books to read on this subject. See you next time.